what's going on welcome to don't cut me off i am g weave today is friday let's have a fireball session and like i said welcome let's get ready to have a conversation let's get it started Today is Friday, the end of the week. Something everybody always look forward to. Saturday, I'll have a special edition. Um, didn't get a chance to have a guest on Wednesday, but I will have my guest on Saturday to make up for Wednesday. Um, so, you know, get ready to hear that conversation as well. Uh, other than that, uh, everything looks to be going pretty good in the world of sports we had the nfl draft yesterday i was able to watch the, from the beginning to the end you had some closeout games uh yesterday in uh phoenix finishing off new orleans and dallas finishing off utah uh we can get into that so hey you know what let's not waste any more time man let's get into the conversation Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers finally opened his mouth about um, him being surprised that Devontae left, which I don't believe. Devontae, you know, I figure him to be a stand-up guy. He's He's never been in a situation where um, he's somebody that will be dishonest or try to deceive. I believe once the Packers didn't make the effort to make him the highest pay receiver right away, I believe that was the nail in the coffin. He probably already wanted to always go back home, but I don't think that he ever wanted to leave Green Bay. And I think he felt disrespected for somebody that's to be the best receiver in the league and the Packers to be hesitant. But when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, they basically lifted heaven and earth uh, in order to get Aaron what he wants. But they basically freezed and paused when it came to him. Uh, Aaron is not Aaron without the receivers that came through the Green Bay Packers. Same with any great quarterback. Uh, when Aaron has not above-average receivers, he looks like a uh, above-average quarter, uh, below-average. I'm sorry, quarterback. You need not only a star receiver, you need also a star second receiver and a star tight end. You need level one and level two receivers as long as well as a tight end and of course um a good running back or a solid running back it doesn't necessarily have to be a star running back um the packers didn't go offense and that's because all the receivers that they were looking for were taken as you've seen in the draft a lot of teams addressed their need for a receiver and that's due to the changing uh, financial uh, demographic uh, with these receivers now getting 30 or more um, a year. Uh, Tyreek, uh, Devontae, uh, they reset the market. You just seen A.J. Brown from the Tennessee Titans get traded. Uh, he wanted a fatter contract. He got the contract he want going to Philadelphia. So I think these teams are, look, we can grab these first-rounders. You get five years of control. So I think their thinking is, you know, you get you a you hit on the receiver. The receiver is turns out to be a good receiver and you have at least 5 years before you have to pay the receiver. And if a receiver plays at a high enough level, I think a team wouldn't have a problem paying them 
I just think you get them at a cheaper price. So it works out better for that team to be able to build every other position and pay every other position that is important for that team. Because let's not be foolish. The most important position on the field for uh, a quarterback is the left tackle. And I also believe the center and the guard. But the left tackle, for sure, right tackle is probably next, and the center. Um, so I believe that um, a lot of teams dress their needs as far as what they want to do. Uh, not so much looking at what, uh, you know, teams like the Jags and uh, Jets. These are nine-factor teams. Uh, these are teams that are not competing for a championship no time soon. So those are not the teams that you pretty much don't worry about because they're not anybody that is a concern. Um, the Detroit Lions, again, they're far away from competing in the division with Aaron Rodgers and Minnesota and Chicago Bears. I believe the Bears are even better, but... They did get better. Uh, they got Aiden Hutchinson, which is a good pick. And they also got their future star receiver, which is uh, Jameis uh, Williamson from Alabama. But I also believe that they don't have their quarterback. They have what I call a bridge quarterback, but they probably don't feel like that quarterback is a bridge quarterback due to him leading them to leading the Rams to the Super Bowl. But in, that, in essence, he's really a bridge quarterback. So I don't think they're in the business of trying to upgrade the quarterback. They know that good quarterbacks are coming down the pipe. I think they're in the mode to rebuild their team. And everybody know that everybody is uh, basically drooling at the mouth to get Peyton Manning's nephew. So um, I believe that is going to be in the future for uh, a lot of these teams and you're probably going to have to wait uh, maybe like three years maybe four I believe he's a uh, if I'm not mistaken he hasn't picked a college yet I don't know if he'll be, he's not going to be a college freshman this year I'm not for sure I believe he's a senior so that means you have to wait almost four years you got this year unless he is an early enrollee but yeah He's going to – you probably won't see him in the draft until, what is it, 2000, probably 2027. So I think the Lions are in, in rebuild mode right now. Uh, I don't think they're going to wait that long, but I don't think they're trying to be that great either. Uh, unless, you know, they get lucky and, and they find – look, Brady was in the sixth round. No one knew that he was going to be who he is today. He didn't look the part. He was a solid um, – quarterback in college, but he was going back and forth in the starting role. So he wasn't a surefire thing, you know. A lot of quarterbacks in college that are starters look good, but they don't look great. You know, um, he wasn't a Peyton Manning type quarterback in college that just looked like it. Uh, Andrew Luck that just looked like it. So we'll see. Um, the Giants, another team that's disgrace, disgracefully bad. Due to their great historic history, uh, but they did start the process uh, again. I don't believe they have their quarterback either, but time will tell. But they start the process of building that defense because that's been the staple of their team is the defense. They 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 got Kevon uh, Kay, Thibodeau, uh, which to me is a good pick. Uh, then they also got a offensive tackle in Evan Neal from Alabama, uh, again, which is again your your your, your cornerstones. You need a good offensive line. You need a good defense. So they started a process in the first round, and I believe they're going to continue that trend uh, uh, these next couple rounds in putting pieces together for their team to excel because they do have a decent uh, defense uh, as far as uh, their defensive tackles are concerned. So I can see them improving on that part of the ball, um, getting them an edge rusher, which was outstanding. Um, also looking at, uh, the Jaguars, they got, uh, their quarterback who again, to me is a bridge quarterback. He's not the quarterback that they probably want. Uh, but again, you got an offensive tackle that can protect them, give them time to throw. 
you also got uh, 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 able to strengthen that line to help your running back, which is McCaffrey, who's always getting hurt. So I think the, they're thinking that let's build that offensive line, get it to be one of the top five offensive line, help keep our secret super weapon healthy, which is McCaffrey because he is the best player on the team, and move forward from there. The Atlanta Falcons, again, they don't have a quarterback. Mariota is the quarterback, again, a bridge quarterback. He's not the quarterback of the future. He's a fill-in. And they did Drake good by getting Drake London, six foot five. And you got Kyle Pitts, six foot six. So the offense side of the ball is looking very good. When Ridley comes back and serves this full year, they're looking very dangerous. They just need that quarterback. Again, I believe it's going to be some decent quarterbacks in this next draft coming up. And I think a lot of these teams this year is probably looking at the quarterbacks for next year that's probably going to be worth uh, snatching early. Uh, time will tell. We'll see. Um, again, um, the Seattle Seahawks address their offensive line. Again, they also in need of a quarterback. A lot of teams in need of quarterback are probably looking for next year and it's going to use the quarterbacks they have in front of them. Uh, they got Charles Cross out of Mississippi State. Then you got uh, Garrett Wilson, the receiver, went to the Jets. Again, the Jets is doing their due diligence. They got their corner. And they working, uh, and then they got a receiver for their young quarterback, Garrett Wilson, who was explosive in Ohio State. Then um, the New Orleans Saints, they're comfortable with their quarterback, Jameis Winston, who had actually uh, started off pretty well before he got hurt. They got Chris Olave. Olave, I don't, don't want to uh, butcher his name, but I believe that's Olave, uh, a very talented Ohio State receiver. Uh, Detroit, like I said, came down to end up getting uh, Williams at 12. Uh, Philadelphia, to me, had a great pick. Uh, getting Jordan Davis um, from Georgia, the big athletic defensive tackle. I believe his job is to open up them lanes for their linebackers because they do have some pretty good linebackers and it's going to help their defensive ends if you got one man sucking up two offensive linemen. Uh, it's going to do a bowl well for their uh middle linebacker who can now roam free and hit the hit them holes uh to help uh chase down those uh running backs i think that's a, a very good pick um again out of alabama uh then you have uh kyle hamilton which actually is an excellent pick for the baltimore ravens uh to continue that tradition at safety they always had good safety with elam um you had um Ed Reed, so they they're continuing that um, tradition um, at grabbing that safety, and he's a big guy, six four. He he covers the field very well, so I think that's a match made in heaven for the Baltimore Ravens for what they want to do, and their defense is coming all the way back healthy because uh, their corners were hurt last year. So I believe they're going to be at full strength. They're going to be dangerous on defense. Um, we already know about the secret weapon they have in um, their quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Uh, they did get rid of Hollywood uh, Brown, but I don't think that's a big deal. They will find other receivers in the draft. There's still a lot of receivers left in the draft. That's good value in the next rounds. So I don't think that's going to be a big issue. Um, the Houston Texans, they also got them an offensive lineman, got to protect their young quarterback who they're – going to move forward with, and they'll find out if he's the quarterback of the future. They got their corner in Derek Stingley, who at one point was considered to be the best player in the league, in the college, until he got hurt. So they're, they're, they're doing what they're doing, building their, their team from the inside and outside. And, again, they got some draft picks in the later rounds. You got the Washington Commanders. They picked uh, a wide receiver. They're loaded on wide re on the wide receiver side. They already got a good defense. Um, they got a, a above average offensive line. So Carson Wentz, this is basically his last hurrah, uh, showing that he can actually be a good quarterback in this division. He got everything now: a defense, a running back, and receivers. If he can't get it done now, he's not going to ever get it done. And they're going to move forward. Offensive guard uh, again: the Chargers uh, at seventeen. They got everything they need. Uh, their offensive juggernaut. They got a good defense. They beefed it up by picking picking up some picks. Um, 
because they're already uh, were a little shaky at offensive line. So they grabbed a guard, Zion Johnson, uh, which is perfect for them to help protect their young quarterback uh, within that division, which is just full of young studs. It's like football is going to be very exciting this year. Uh, you have uh, up next, you had um, the Tennessee Titans grabbed a wide receiver, Traylon Burks from Arkansas. Kind of the same build as the receiver that they got rid of, A.J. Brown. Uh, pretty much does the same things, just younger and cheaper. A lot of these moves was just to get five years, get that fifth year of control. Um, A.J. Brown, I believe he wasn't a receiver in the first round. I'm not for sure. He may have been, though. But he was going to hold out. And at this time, you know, you get a young receiver in there hungry, try to prove themselves. So you get at least three to four years of these uh, receivers. You still have the control, but then maybe having to re-up with them, you have some time. Uh, I, I still think they need a quarterback, even though you know, their quarterback is above, above average. I still think at some point they're going to need to start looking for the future as far as their quarterback. But they feel like they good. They got Travis they got Travis, they got they got Derrick Henry. They have a solid defense. Um, and like I said, they just upgraded uh, the loss of um, A.J. Brown by getting this young man from Arkansas, Traylon Burks. Uh, the Saints came back and got them an offensive tackle to protect, um, to protect their quarterback. Uh, they're going to be Jameis. They're going to be going up and down the field. Jameis got an explosive arm. So I believe that is the plan uh, to uh, protect him so he can do his thing and pick apart the defense and hopefully not throw the ball to the opponent. Then you had uh, at number 19 and at number 20, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Instead of going with uh, the young man from Liberty, uh, they went with uh, Kenny Pickett, which is not a bad pick from Pittsburgh. Very accurate, uh, very mobile, uh, one of the best uh, quarterbacks in the uh, college this year. Um, a lot of people had him going higher. They had Willis going first, but uh, of course that didn't happen. Willis is going to at least maybe get drafted in the second round, be good value for another team that didn't have to pay that um, five years, get that five-year uh, of control, and then mess around and have to pay that fifth-year option Um uh, make a decision to have to pay a fifth-year option. They can just opt out of that and let him play, play it out. Uh, they didn't want to do that, so he dropped into the second round. I believe he will get picked up. So Kenny Pickett, we'll see. They like to talk about his hands, but in the end, he's a football player. The hands don't matter. I think a lot of that goes to uh, him being able to fumble easy or get the ball hit out of his hand, but we have to wait and see, man. Uh, he looks like he grips the ball pretty good to me. Uh, the Washington, uh, not Washington, but Kansas City got a cornerback from Washington, Trent McDuffie. Um, he's pretty one of those fly on a on a fly on 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 crap type player. You know, he sticks to you. Uh, not too many interceptions, but he's there. He's always in the mix, always causing trouble. Uh, and at 22, the Green Bay Packers, and uh, the Green Bay Packers had two picks. They had 22. And they had 28. And this is where they thought uh, a lot of people, a lot of sportscasters and a lot of analysts thought that the Packers was going to pick two receivers. But all the receivers that the Packers were trying to get were gone. And at this point, you got to get best value. And Georgia had basically, arguably, the best defense in college this year and a lot of great defensive players on their team. And what the Green Bay Packers did is they got themselves an inside linebacker in Quay Walker from Georgia, uh, basically they're telling Aaron, you know, we're going to probably get some receivers later. The receivers may not uh, be a number one, but they're going to be serviceable. And, again, Devontae Adams went in the later rounds, so Jordy, the later rounds, they've never had uh, a number one receiver, I believe. The only receiver they had that was a first-round pick, I believe, was Sterling Sharp. Um, other than that, all their top receivers were in later rounds, uh, it's about developing your receiver, and you can get a diamond in the rough. So that's why I think the Packers don't value first-round receivers unless it's a surefire superstar receiver. And those receivers were all gone, uh, the possibility of them being a surefire number one. They were all taken 
So um, they're looking to probably get a player that's somebody that they can develop and probably look for somebody. Again, you look for good route running. How good are they getting off the ball? And, you know, probably reduplicate redu uh, another uh, Devontae Adams, who was a magician uh, with his feet and, and a technician when route running. So they went ahead, like I said, they're building that defense. Aaron got to step up to the plate. He's a superstar uh, quarterback, all-time great. So he has to learn to elevate the players around him and uh, just make them better. Uh, Packers got Packers to do their part as well. Uh, build up that offensive line. With the offensive line is straight. I take that back. Uh, I think you continue to build on that defense because you might get to a point where your defense is going to uh, 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 have to help you guys win games, and Aaron just don't have to do too much because uh, he still has weapons in the backfield, and he still has decent uh, receivers. He just need probably another free agent pickup and a quality uh, young receiver, big receiver at that uh if they can find that later in the draft we'll find out we'll see up next was the buffalo bills who grabbed a corner and they need it because they're going up against teams with high power offenses and you want to have elite cornerback play uh in that division uh, his name was care elam from florida um Dallas Cowboys, I was hoping that they went defense right here, but that offensive line is getting older. And we we are we have been known for the offensive line because I am a Cowboys fan. They end up selecting offensive tackle out of Tulsa, Tyler Smith, which was a good pickup for them because they need to uh, make up for the loss of Collins. So that was a good – but Collins was let go because Steele had stepped up. So that's why they let Collins go. And – um that was a great pickup for them as far as getting um, Tyler Smith. Everybody agreed that that was a good pickup. Uh, then the Baltimore Ravens came back trying to protect your franchise quarterback and also open them holes up for your uh, running back that they have. Uh, and they went ahead and got uh, Tyler Lindenbaum from Iowa, a real nasty center. Uh, so that was a great pick for them. Uh, again, the Ravens is a playoff team. They just was very battered and injured last year. I believe uh, they're going to make some noise. Uh, so you can watch out for them. Uh, Jermaine Johnson, the second out of Florida State, got drafted by the Jets. Again, you see what the Jets is trying to do. Uh, they're really trying to build that team up. They're focused on building that team. So the Jets, when you look at them, they had three picks, and I believe they hit on all three of their picks. So, again, AFC so competitive, you have to – you have to start rapidly getting your team built up to be able to compete with the high offenses, and your defense have to be up to par to be able to help you to stop these offenses. So the Jets starting the process just like the Giants. Uh, the Jags went ahead and grabbed another uh, defensive player out of Utah, which everybody believed was a great pick, which is Devin Lloyd to go with their number one pick. Uh, everybody believed that was a great pick. Um they also in the need of a receiver. Um, a lot of people thought that they were going to take um, uh, offensive tackle, but they decided to go defense, and they're trying to build that defense again uh, inside uh, out. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, I think they probably have a lot of faith in the players they have on the line, but it's a lot of offensive linemen. It's some good linemen that's left to get drafted in um, West on Wisconsin's team. And it's like I said, it's a lot of good defensive players. The Wisconsin Badgers also have some good corners, a decent corner, and some good defensive players. So if some players left, you know how it go. All stars are not in the first. Most stars are in the third, second, fourth. That's where your Hall of Famers be coming from most of the time. So the first round is who cares with some teams because they know they're going to get great value out the other rounds. Uh, up next, uh, the Packers uh, again win defensive tackle. I thought that was a great move. You know, they went ahead and picked uh, Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia. Again, Georgia had the best defense, had the best players on defense. Uh, it's evident because they had five players get drafted. I thought that this was a great pickup to meet, beef up that front, to, again, to help those linebackers roam free. So I think this was a, it was a great pick for them. Um, 
the uh, Patriots came up next. They pick up picked offensive guard Cole Strange. Uh, again, Patriots never go wrong. They know they're very good at picking offensive linemen. They always have a good offensive line. So I think that was a no-brainer pick for them. Um, Kansas City came up next. They picked George Carla Fitz. I don't even know how to say his name. Out of Purdue, he was a pretty productive defensive end. He had uh, he was right behind um, the defensive end from Detroit Hutchinson as far as pressures. He was second in the Big Ten, uh, so I believe they got they believe that they got good value out of that because they do need players that can rush that has a motor. He has a motor. Uh, the AFC champions uh, picked the safety. Uh, Daxton Hill to go with the safety that they already have. Uh, they're, again, they're trying to build on defense again because again the offensive league, you got to be able to stop teams. You know, so uh, a lot of teams has been focusing on defenses because how explosive the offensive are now. And then to end the the, the to end the um, first round, uh, the Minnesota Vikings took Georgia safety uh, Lewis Klein. Again, their safety is uh, 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 Smith is getting older. So Klein to be a good bridge to take over. Very good uh, safety out of Georgia. And that was five Georgia players going at that time. So the NF drill draft will continue going into the next round. And hopefully we'll see Liberty's quarterback get off the get off the board there. And we're going to see a lot of other players uh, that are, are were grade two players come off that board. It's a lot of talent left. So uh, today it'll be very interesting to see the second round and see how things go. Uh, off from there and moving on to um, the NBA, uh, like I was telling you guys before, um, the 76ers closed out the Raptors to move on in their series. Uh, that series is officially over. Um, the Suns closed out the Pelicans and the Mavericks closed out the Jazz. So those series are over. Uh, Memphis have an opportunity to close out Minnesota. We'll see how that goes. Uh, so, I mean, looking at Philly, Philly did their job. They pretty much blew out. Um, they um, pretty much, you can too. The pretty much blew out their team. So, sorry about that, guys. What's not to love? Verizon. Um, like I said, Pelicans uh blew out. Not didn't blow out. They just got by. Um, uh, the Suns. I mean, they didn't get by the Suns this time. The point guard. Of the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the league, the best point guard right now, Chris Paul, was able to um, basically lead his team, man. He had a perfect, he was perfect, he was perfect, he was perfect from the field. Uh, it was very exciting to see. Uh, that that hadn't that had happened in a while to see a player um, go perfect from the field the last time it was done. Gary Payton did it, but uh, Wilt Chamberlain did it a couple times. He didn't even know he went perfect from the field that made it even much more better uh but they closed them out Suns move on um uh the, the Mavericks again it's pretty sad to see uh the Jazz just had an opportunity to beat the Mavericks when Luka was out those two games they couldn't close it I mean you got your two-star players you got Donovan, Don, Donovan Mitchell and you guys couldn't beat Dallas without Luka so I knew once Luca came back, they were gonna probably finish off the Jazz. The Jazz either have to make some trades or do some upgrades. Um, it's I think Donovan needs another like a good another good scorer next to him. He shouldn't have to just carry the load by himself. Gobert is a defensive player. He's not an offensive threat like that. They need some athleticism on the wing. So I believe that they're gonna go ahead and try to make those moves or trade one of those two players. Uh, and try to get better. Uh, Phoenix, I believe Phoenix is going to be going up against, um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they go up against uh, the Mavericks. Uh, I think it's the Mavericks. I'm not for sure who they take on. 
uh, as far as the uh, playoffs matchup. So let me see here. Um, let me see how it's going to start looking here. So you got the Heat defeated um, the Hawks 4-1. So that, that series is over. The Heat now move on and take on um, the Heat, I believe, is taking on the 76ers. So the 76ers is taking on the Heat. The Bucks are taking on the Boston Celtics. Uh, as far as in the West is uh, in the East is concerned, uh, the Suns I believe take on Dallas, and I believe that the Grizzlies, either either the winner of the Grizzly and Memphis take on Dallas, or the the winner of Memphis and Minnesota takes on Golden State, and I think that's what it is. I think the winner of Memphis and Minnesota takes on Golden State. I may be wrong, and it may be Dallas going up against Golden State and Memphis going up against the Suns. Uh, I don't have the bracket to be able to look at right now uh, to see how that work out. But I'm, I'm in a strong belief that that's, that might be what the matchup is going to be. Uh, those should be some very good uh, matchups. Uh, really should be some very good matchups uh, going up against those teams, especially the Miami Heat. Philadelphia, I believe Philadelphia got the advantage uh, going up against the Heat. Uh, it should be a good series, but they uh, Philly does have an advantage as far as the big man is concerned because um, Miami is not big, and uh, I don't see anybody on that team. Even though Bam is good, he's not going to be able to stop um, Joel Embiid. But I do believe that they have better shooters than Philly, and then I believe that they got Jimmy Butler who can lock up James Harden because James Harden do doesn't play well. In the playoffs, the Milwaukee Bucks, they lose uh, Middleton. He's not going to be playing this series. might not be playing the next. I'm still in a strong belief that the Bucks are still a better team than um, the Boston Celtics, even though they got uh, a little bit more talent as far as their wings is concerned. But that's why they got Drew Holiday. That's why they wanted a big three. Uh, and that's why they got uh, a bench and improved on their bench play. And that's why they got players like Bobby Portis uh, who can now step into that starting role and they got players like Jordan Norway who actually can play, who can score uh, this is an opportunity to build his confidence up, uh, he's a big guard, 6'7 he can defend and shoot so we'll see how much clock he get that's why they got Ibaka and, and for these type of moments so you'll see that rotation really get a little deeper uh, now that Middleton is out, of course, it's a crushing blow, but you still have the best player in the league in Giannis. And losing one player, though he is a crucial player, shouldn't stop you from uh, your championship aspirations. And I believe Drew will step up, as he has been doing all season. Portis will step up. Lopez is going to step up. Connington, uh, Ibaka, uh, that whole team, I believe, is going to play at another level. I'm not taking anything from uh, for granted from Boston because they're just as good as well, and they also could win the series. I do give the slight edge to the um, uh, Bucks because they are the champions and they have Giannis. Um, but Boston is very formidable with their two wings, Jalen Brown and Tatum. And, you know, the Bucks are looking up, and they're seeing that they have to take up the task. They have to shut uh, not only uh, Tatum down, but Marcus Smart to me is the heart of the team. So you need to be able to disrupt him and hope that he don't get his buckets and play play well against some of the other players. I don't, like I said, they're not really, you know, explosive to me on offense besides the star players. Uh, they do have the good defense with the Williams guy, but again, he's undersized. You know, we're the bigger team, uh, better skilled players to me as far as when, the big, when it comes to the big man. Al Horford is past his prime. Williams is really a defender, rebounder, just coming into his own with a little bit of offense, but we're talking about Portis, Lopez, and Giannis. Better big man trio as far as scoring is concerned. When it comes to that backcourt, though, they do have um, uh, the advantage with Tatum and Brown. But when it comes to point guard play, uh, Drew Holiday is better offensively than Smart. Uh, Smart might, might have a slight edge on defense, but I'm not going to put him too far ahead because Drew is a great defender and a great two-way player as well. And when it comes to that bench play, back Pat Connaughton, um, 
you got uh, 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 Allen, Matthews. It's going to be a good series. I get an edge still to the Bucks, and I still give the Bucks the opportunity to get to the final. So we'll see how that plan pl- plays out. I believe it's going to be a great series. I know the Bucks got to go in and at least sneak one out of Boston. Um, if the if the matchup with is the Suns against um, Dallas, which that which I wouldn't be surprised that that's what that might be, and and I believe I believe that is what it is, and I believe that Golden State takes on the winner of is it Memphis and uh, Minnesota. Um, again, I'm thinking that's what it is. If I'm gonna just flip it up and I'm gonna say if it's Memphis going against um um Golden State, that's gonna be a good series. Uh but if it's Memphis going against um uh, uh Phoenix, that's gonna be a good series. But if it's Phoenix going against Dallas, that should be a good series, but Phoenix is gonna win. I believe in the end it's gonna be Phoenix and Golden State with the opportunity to go to the finals. I think that's how it plays out. So, um, yeah, I, I still believe I still believe Phoenix got the best overall team in the West, even though you do have um, Golden State that's pretty loaded. But I think when they match up against a team like Phoenix, who has the defense and the length to be able to defend um, their players and their scorers, uh, it's going to be very interesting. And uh, I like the grid of Minnesota. They're a dangerous team, and they're a good defensive team as well. Uh, so it, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how everything play off. The playoffs is, is is getting interesting. It's kicking into the most important rounds, which is the second round. You're about to you're you're you're, you're uh, separating the pretenders from the real. And uh, we're about to see either we're gonna get the rematch of the Bucks and the Suns, or we're gonna get uh, a new champion this year. Uh, we'll find out. Uh, it's unfortunate that we don't have a lot of the star players in. It's unfortunate a lot of the teams were hurt, but that is how the ball bounces sometimes. You would love to have a playoff where everybody is healthy, but again, uh, uh, taking away games, like making the schedule 72 games, no, because all the other teams had to go through that in the history of the game. So don't change that. Don't make yourself look weak. I think it's on the players to get themselves in better shape, better condition, Take their job serious. You're making millions, stuff millions into your body. No one is time to start getting into the lab before the season start and focus on your health. I have no problem with, with teams uh, sitting players at certain points, also limiting minutes. That's something else that you can do as well. So you're not overwhelming your player. Uh, just limit minutes. You know, Giannis plays 30 minutes, sometimes 28, 29 minutes. So, you got to figure it out, and I just think it comes back to conditioning, uh, eat a better a better lifestyle, physic uh, on your as far as physically, uh, working on your lower core, strengthening your lower core. Hell, wearing knee braces, wearing um, uh, forgot what they call those stretch things that you can put on your leg. Uh, all type of things you can do, man. You, I just think a player need to take initiative and be responsible in uh, strengthening their health. And focusing on their health. It's not the it's not the team's job. It's your job. They pay you all the money. You can afford it. So, man, it's gonna be interesting going into the weekend. We got some good boxing coming coming up. Uh, Shakur Stevenson uh, is gonna be fighting to you know unify the title. I believe he will win this fight. Uh, I believe he's the better fighter. We're about to see, but it's an exciting fight. Two of the, both of the fighters under the same promoter. So it's going to be very, very interesting um, uh, bout coming up. So uh, hopefully, you know, we get that um, uh, uh, outstanding battle that we we all earn uh, earn in boxing because Shakur is a technical fighter. He also he'll beat you to death. So I think that uh, he's uh, like Floyd Mayweather Jr. almost in the baby Floyd. So very interesting uh, weekend coming up. Uh, playoffs finna ramp up. The first game of the next series is coming up on Sunday with Boston and um, the Bucks, and then the Miami and Philly. I believe is will be on Sunday as well. It's finna go down. We're about to get ready to see. It's finna be these series is gonna get tougher and tougher. It's gonna test the fortitude to all the players. Um, as always, man, I appreciate talking to you guys. Um, I'm gonna spit a little knowledge. Right now, as I close out, 
um, you know, just in life, you know, we all need to understand that it's a beautiful thing to be able to watch sports and play sports and be able to do things that that other countries really can't do. Because when you look around the world, places like China and North Korea, you know, these communist countries that they dictate what you can do. They, they don't, people don't have all their freedoms. Now, I'm one to judge because I've always lived in a country that uh, I've had my freedoms. But this country is doesn't have a great history when it comes to how they treat minorities, not just blacks, uh, Chinese, uh, anybody that is not Caucasian. They don't have a great history. They have a horrendous history with African Americans, a la slavery and racial profiling and just, you know, cops murdering innocent black people, uh, defenseless back black people. But when you look around the world, you see the situation with Russia and the president of Russia who seems unstable. I mean, you're talking about nuking people. Basically, you talking about almost ending the world, not knowing that, man, you're part of the world. You're still living on this planet. You know, you want to destroy a country so bad and take over a country that is free. You know, Soviet Union is not the Soviet Union anymore. It's not USSR anymore. Those those countries that broke away from you guys wanted independence. No, no different from all the countries that broke away from Great Britain. You know, like China, India, Jamaica. Countries wanted their independence. But he wants to be a strong-armed dictator. You know, he does have nuclear weapons just like the United States. He's threatening all the countries. It just seemed like he's off his rocker. And, you know, all because he wants to take over Ukraine, a country that if he do take over, they will, they will never bow to him. The country would never accept uh, him trying to reel them back in. And it'd just be years and years of fighting, you know, but we as a country should enjoy the freedoms that we have, a freedom of speech, a freedom of choice, you know, um, you know, freedom to be you, you know, no matter what you are, whether you're a homosexual, heterosexual whether you whether you are non-binding whatever you want to be you can express that you know in these other countries you get you can get killed for that uh in these other countries they'll put you in jail for that you know in so countries over in in those uh like saudi arabia and, and 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 iraq and iran they'll stone you they still stone people so think about that that's a barbaric way to be killed and those are things that were happening in the biblical days, you know. Some of these countries still hang you. Some of these countries still have s slavery, believe it or not. You know, our country in its own way, they mind fuck you, excuse my language. And they still are racist in their practices and how they... Deal with who they want, who they want to hire. Good example is the NFL. Just the, the hiring process of minority coaches. You, you know, you can't make people hire people because you want them to hire them. It all boils down to the individual, the owner. Maybe he's somebody that values Caucasian employees then you'll have the owner that values just a good worker he doesn't see color but most of the time in our in the united states color is the problem it's more racist people in the world than it is not and you have a lot of undercover racist people who they're able to function around other ethnicities but it don't mean that they like them that's why I preach 
being your own boss, being your own entity, be your own business, own your own business. And when I say be your own business, remember, as a human being, you are, once you become grown, the dictator of what your life is going to be. When you are young, it is up to your parents if you are in a good household, if you are in a good situation to guide and mold you. Every situation is different. Every, every origin story is different. So it don't always turn out the same. You see a lot of perseverance. You see a lot of people overcoming tragic situations, whether it's abuse uh, physically or sexually or whether it's mental, you know, or whether it's a situation where you're homeless or you don't have family or you're a foster kid. It's all type of different storylines where people are successful and people are not successful. And they just had a hard, hard knock life. And some people can't overcome situations where you got mental health plays a lot of uh, plays a lot in people's success in life. You can do well in life and still struggle mentally. You can have all the money in the world and be unhappy. And you can be the poorest person in the world and be happy. Money doesn't make you happy. It, it, what it does is it gives you peace of mind because you don't have to worry about bills. You're able to do whatever you want to do in your life. But it also brings a lot of different things on the table. Envy, jealousy, hate, knowing if a person loves you for you or for your money. It's a lot of things. Being a celebrity is difficult. Because in celebrity, you don't know if a person, the real reason they're with you. They can say they love you, but they also have a, may have a hidden, hidden agenda. So, you know, it's just life is just such a, a bowl full of mess. That's what I say. Life is a bowl full of mess because there's so much garbage in that bowl. And then within that bowl, you have to learn how to clean it out. You got to clean out your own bowl. We navigate in a fishbowl full of full of mess, all type of different situations. You know, I like it into it like you're on an adventure. Your life is an adventure. And when you start your adventure, you start it when you're born. And choices begin to be taken away from you because when you're born you don't have the choices you gotta hope and pray that you have good people around you but life starts when you become an adult and depending on what you went through in your life you're gonna make choices based off that you are your own entity you are a CEO of self you are a corporation you are in control of where you're going to go in your life. It's just facts. You wake up, you decide, you make decisions. When you wake up, you decide to get dressed. When you wake up, you decide to brush your teeth. When you wake up, you decide to get up and go work. If you decide not to do any of those things, life stands still. You can't survive without making money. That's just how it is. You have to work. Unless you're in a situation where you're wealthy. And that's not the situation with people. You have to build something. Build a legacy. Build your corporation. Have a plan. That's what life is. Life is a plan. You're only on earth for so long. Barring tragedy or disease or anything like that. You're not promised tomorrow. You only can live life one day at a time. Every day is always different. It's never the same. And that's how it is. And that's why I say things like sports is a coping mechanism. For a lot of people that may go through things in life, sometimes getting away, a vacation, sports, hiking, meditating, hot baths, whatever your fix is, marijuana, 
I mean, the point being is drugs play a factor in people's lives as well. A lot of people do drugs to get away from reality. And now they're trying to create the metaverse where you can put something over your eyes and get away from the real life and live your life in a fictional way. That's, that shows you how tough life is for people that you want to put on a like sunglasses and live in a world where everything is perfect. And sometimes that kind of shows weakness of an individual that you don't feel that you're strong enough to survive and to be able to overcome in the real world. So you would rather go away into a fantasy world where everything is perfect. Life will never be perfect. Life will always be ups and downs. Death, uh, destruction, happy, sad, uh, envy, hate, backstabbing, uh, 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 love. All those things are part of life. Being trusting, being liar, being lied to. Being a liar, <laughs> life is just a, a, a is a box full of chocolates, and that's why I appreciate being able to work at a shelter with young teens. I appreciate my family that were good middle class people, and I appreciate being able to navigate life without my mother or father in which my mother did everything and did a good job with four boys, one with a master's degree, one with a bachelor's degree, one that's successful selling homes, and another that's successful doing music. None of us ever been in jail, and we had a great family. Small family, but great family. And that's what it's about. Taking control of your life, being around good people. And even if you come from the slums, you always have an opportunity to be successful because there's people out here that will help you. You just have to find it. It's almost like working your way through the dark, trying to find your way to the light. But other than that, I appreciate you guys talking to me, man. Well, not talking, listening. I appreciate being able to talk to you. Other than that, you know how it go, man. I tell y'all all the time, y'all have a blessed day, a blessed weekend. I'm going to go ahead and slide out and catch you guys tomorrow because, like I told you, I'm going to have a special guest and we're going to hit and have some topics for you, have a little argument, have a little disagreement. Other than that, you guys have a blessed day. I'm out of here. Peace. I knew my rent was gonna be late about a week ago. I worked my ass off, but I still can't pay though. But I got just enough to get off in this club and have me a good time before my time is up. Hey, let's get it now. Ooh, I want the time of my life.